What's the episode? What is the episode? She's watching episode 4. God. Uh, welcome to season three, episode four, the podcast where we watch that episode of a television show. It's early enough in the shoot. It's late <laughs> enough in the show to be good, and early enough in the season to make sense. That's it. Yeah. That's the. That's the. Phrase. I think we need an addition to our tagline that says, "We don't know what we're talking about." If you came <laughs> to the show, if we're expecting us to have some kind of like knowledge or like intellectual take take on this like it don't don't do that we're just here pulling stuff out of our asses okay we're uh, here to watch a show yeah yeah and we don't have to know okay you're the experts not us yeah we we make this for you the expert <laughs> um, and sometimes we have an expert on uh, like which we this did week. like this week, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we have a. Uh, I don't know your last name, Ross. Rad. Oh, okay. So here's the thing. Oh. I just thought that was a fun nickname. <laughs> no, technically, it's my last name. Technically. Technically, it's my last. Name. Have you technically have you chosen a different name? It's, it's a hyphenated last name. Ah. Yeah. So it's Mansuri Rad. Ross Mansuri Rad. Yeah, yeah. But How you only would you go by to Rad. Be introduced In to some contexts, I only go by Rad. You know, I get to pick what what my name is in certain situations. We got Rad here with us today, folks. We got Ross what? Rad. Oh, I didn't mean to. <laughs> oh, no, no, that's weird because the creator of this show goes by Rad. Really? Yeah. Oh, cool. Wow. Wow. Excellent Are choice. You related? Yeah. No, but you know, mm. I think I, I would have been upset if it was anyone else, but um, I'll accept it. Because cool. this is such a cool show. Yeah. Which is it's this Kipo and the Age of the Wonder Beasts. Kipo and the Age of Wonder Beasts. <laughs> yeah. Did we, this one make sense to you, Lisa? <laughs> <laughs> no, absolutely not. Um so with the episode we watched was Don't You Forget a Meow Me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a play on the the 1980s hit "Don't You Forget About Me," yeah. and it's from the movie "The Breakfast Club." Um, it's uh, iconically from that film. Simple uh, Mind. Simple uh, Minds. Simple Minds. Yes. I didn't know that either. Mm. Uh, with Wolf Benson and Dave in danger, Kipo must use her brain, not her brawn, to outsmart Doctor Emilia A. Mega. Oh no, Emilia. A mega gets a helping <laughs> hand from Scarlemagne, mm-hmm. directed by Bridget Underwood, written by Christopher Amick, Ben Meckler, and Taylor Orsi. Stars Karen Fukuhara as Kipo, Sterling K. Brown, Steve Bloom, Michael Leon Woolley, Dan Stevens, and Amy Landecker. I can't read the rest of this. Uh, the it also the show also stars Sydney Michaela, Dion Cole, and Coy Stewart, but they <sighs> didn't have big roles in this episode. Because they were captured. Bummer. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah, so why'd you pick the show, Ross? You know, <laughs> when I was listening to your episodes, I didn't watch the ones that of shows that I have you know, haven't watched yet because I didn't want to uh, spoil those for me yet. Fair but enough. I thought it was a hilarious concept. So I pr- proceeded to re- watch season three, episode four of every show I love. <laughs> oh, <laughs> awesome. Yeah. And so I started to develop my own unified theory mm. of these episodes. Yeah. Hell yeah. 
I realized that they're, like you said, they're very different. Some of them are just filler episodes. Mm -hmm. Some of them really don't capture the heart and soul of the show at all. Yeah. Um, And this one was just wild. And I thought that'd be hilarious (laughs) for someone who has no idea what they're watching to see. It's it's a very good episode, I think. And I, I think this show isn't as popular as it should be. Yeah. I, I think it's got a following. A lot of people who watch it really love it. It does really well with its representation, both of queerness and also people of color. So I thought it's just like a really good show. The music's really good, which I don't think got featured so well in this episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, was, it played more of a, a supporting yeah. place instead of being featured, well, which I did notice sometimes. the music and it being really good and prominent. To be honest, I noticed it right away. I was like, this is bopping, okay? <laughs> this is like not a show. This is not what I expected. When I heard the music, I was like, this show is not what I think it's going to be. Yeah, yeah. like so. the fight scenes always have awesome songs. I like to like work out to the Kipo mixtape. <laughs> cool. it's, it's good. It's yeah. really good. You should check it out. But, yeah, I thought it was a great show so i was very excited when you chose this show because i i'm one of the people that loves this show i i seek out you know the the animation shows um that uh do a lot of representation work and a lot of cool uh integration of music and storytelling and stuff i it feels very much steven universe which Mm -hmm. is a show that i love Mm -hmm. a lot as well that was all that was one of the contenders as well wasn't it yeah steven universe was Right up there, which I I would love to do. Yeah. 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 And I think Steven Universe started this trend of like Mm -hmm. these really good representation cartoons that have come through. Like uh, what else is there? The Owl House. Owl House is really good. Mm -hmm. Getting canceled, but really good. I don't think they're going to make it to season three. Are they season three already? As far as I've read on Wikipedia, their season three has been greenlit and their season two B is going to air this month yeah the thing that that's crazy about owl house to me is like disney was like oh this show has demons in it Mm -hmm. that's fine Mm -hmm. oh there's a queer relationship Mm -hmm. got can't have that on disney but but demons are fine (laughs) i know specifically one million moms shout out to uh one of our biggest listeners one million moms (laughs) at facebook group who has a it hates hates this show. It's crazy. What? Yeah. Oh, gross. That mm-hmm. Disney. There's like an article on them.com uh, or them I, it, it, about how Disney. It's about. It talks to the creators, the LGBTQ creators, and uh, within Disney, within Disney, and and they are they're all coming out and saying like we are being silenced creatively we wow. are being told not to tell these stories wow uh so you should check it out on them <laughs> wow, yeah. Uh, yeah oh uh, we can link to the article uh check yeah check, uh right where i'm pointing <laughs> yeah check where adam is pointing check right where now I'm pointing right now <laughs> uh, and then there's also she-ra she-ra was oh, yeah, yeah 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 and He-Man, uh, uh, the new one. I don't know. If, I haven't watched it yet. Yeah, I don't know. I, I haven't, haven't watched that one either. Oh, uh, one that I did watch really recently um, that is very queer, super weird, uh, Centaur World. <laughs> what is it? Centaur World. Oh, I watched that too. You did? <laughs> that yeah. one's a trip. Yeah. I mean, you're like, why am I watching this? And you're like, oh, no, this show gives me nightmares. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what? Terrifying. It's terrifying. Why would you recommend that it's for me? Freaky. It's so There's good. a freaky, really good storytelling. Wow. Terrifying, like, 
like villains and stuff. Okay. Really weird fucking heroes too. <laughs> so that's the thing about this, right? Is like it's animation and it's really weird mm-hmm. and it's got it's got some pretty like I'd say heady concepts. Uh, as far as like the the mutant thing goes, for yeah. for like for Kipo specifically, and for all of the theme, I guess across these animated shows that you all that you both love, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, heady concepts and sort of like fantastical worlds, definitely fantastical worlds. Like mm-hmm. Kipo alone, like fo- so, like one of the moments we're watching it, and and her mom is a giant monkey <laughs> with like Shiva arms, and like and like they're all like, I don't understand you, like because you. But but like I don't know why like why is her mom a monkey why did she she didn't know her mom was a monkey apparently <laughs> yeah there's a cat that ta- there's like all these animals <laughs> and and I'm assuming they're mutants I sort of clued into that this is like a dystopian future world mm-hmm. so like when I jump into this I'm like <laughs> I'm world I'm like. It, like reverse engineering this world. Yeah. Like, okay, where am I? What's going on? Like, how, what makes up this world? Like, what is, why are they living in a forest? You know, like, right. what are they? This, there, there's like a butterfly or something that can talk. They're mm. giant. There's, there's like a villain that shows up right away that, that, that they capture mm-hmm. and then they go to a restaurant. <laughs> and like when I was telling you guys, like I thought that this was a really gonna be a really slow show, super chill, about like <laughs> what? this yes. this cute little family in the woods that started a restaurant, <laughs> like a little startup. They're just trying to serve their community, you know. Yeah. Which actually they are. It does seem like they are just trying to serve their community. That's a theme throughout the whole episode, mm. and their community is mutants. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm assuming that's what mute is short for. Yeah. Shirt for. Shirt for. <laughs> There's a shirt for mutes. Uh, am I dead on? You, you're exactly right. And I still imagine you have so many questions. That, yeah. Like, it, it, like having put all this together, I can't imagine having much clarity. Yeah. <laughs> you, I, that's what I loved about it. It was just so, I watched this episode. I'm like, wow, whoever's never seen this show before, <laughs> mm-hmm. especially like the casual, like, Oh, mom, like, oh, you just find out, like, oh, that monkey's her mom. Okay. Yeah, yeah, out of nowhere, she's like, oh, mom. And then there's a chase scene in the very beginning, mm-hmm. and then she turns into, but I don't see the, her changing into a jaguar or whatever. <laughs> there's just a giant And I'm jaguar. like, what is this monkey holding this animal? What is that? And then suddenly the big animal transforms back into this person you saw yeah. on screen two seconds ago. Um, yeah, so very... A couple of very confusing things, and you have to quickly get on board the suspension of, of disbelief mm. train. Mm-hmm. You really have to, <laughs> which I think with animated shows is, like, a lot easier sure. to do. Mm. I mean, like, yeah. it's funny because these shows work so diligently to slowly build up your trust and, like, get to that suspension of disbelief, right? And then you're starting season three, episode four. Are you saying that I, I'm, I'm like, doing them a disservice? <laughs> no, it's just funny because, you know, to if you'd watched from the beginning, it would all make sense, right? But mm-hmm. jumping in. This is the last season, too. Yeah. Right? Oh. It's yeah, the last it's, season of the show. It's so. like Avatar. Mm-hmm. It, it's like where this is, like, you know, final. Everything that's been building up. So yeah. a lot of this has been building up. Yeah. This is all spoilers. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the like, jaguar thing. Like wait, all... that's a spoiler? Oh, yeah. She's yeah. not a jaguar from the get-go? 
No. 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 What the and, and Sterling K. Uh, Brown, Sterling mm-hmm. K. Brown, he has this awesome song when she turns into a jaguar. It's like one of my favorite songs that he Ooh. sings. It's, I like how in the wow. episode description they say they refer to the mom as like, what does it say? A, as a mega. A mega. Yeah. yeah. Who cares who what she is? What is a mega? Look at the, the giant ones. Why are they? Di- okay, so oh my god! Not all of them are giant. Right? I don't understand. Mm-hmm. And the smaller ones can talk. Why but- did her voice get taken away? She just. Why doesn't she have a voice? She never had a voice. The megas can't talk. I don't know. Whoa! Why the That's, mega yeah, Kipo can't talk when she's big? Yeah, like the whole thing. What kind of so? This is like a <laughs> recent dystopian future. This isn't like a far off dystopian future. Like they just like. What, what is? How does that distinction? <laughs> where, are you, where are you getting that from? So that I'm trying to piece it together. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if the, if the giant creatures can't talk, this must be a very recent. They, they haven't figured out language yet. They haven't. They haven't built a society. <laughs> I, I pieced it together from her not knowing who her mom was, and so I'm thinking like we are introduced to these characters maybe when they're all human. Mm. No. Mm-mm. All right. Well, no. I don't, <laughs> Detective Lisa is off the case. <laughs> You're off the case so early? So early. Escape <laughs> is done trying. What? Detective, uh, you're our best out there. Is this a big <laughs> Is this a big turning point for Kipo? I mean, the thing that happens at the end is yeah. like devastating, right? Yeah. That like, was brutal. Yeah. I was crying. Wow. It, I so was like, like just tearing getting up. introduced to that character yeah. in that episode, <laughs> you felt so strongly for it. Are you like a cat person? I'm a crybaby. Oh, it's not even about cats. Lisa, Lisa, once she's invested in a story, she's 100% behind everything <laughs> that happens amazing. to every single person in it. I, th- I thought he was dead. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> what is this happening? What the fuck is it? I thought this was about pancakes. <laughs> and yeah. you can't get over the first two seconds. I couldn't. Lumberjacks love pancakes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yes. It's not a restaurant. That's just where the lumberjack cats live. The lumber cats live there. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Lumber cats. And mm-hmm. do we, is there, there's a whole other world outside of this where the lumberjack cats live? Oh, yeah. That's where all the other creatures came from. <laughs> it was like, you know, there's what the a, hard rock. Rattlesnakes. Yeah, hard rock. <laughs> yeah. Lots of oh, so music is a theme. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. I, th- what is the creature? Those little like exercise creatures. Like yeah, what even are they're they? They're raccoons, right? Oh, they're raccoons. Yeah, they're the trash. Jazzercising raccoons. Jazzercising. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's correct. Uh-huh. Amazing. And then there's the business frogs, which I don't think they have a lot of business frogs on the good side. Yeah, I think oh. I think that guy is the first business frog to be yeah. on that. So they're making commentary on <laughs> capitalist society. Mm. Yeah. Then mm. <laughs> the yeah. business frogs are bad guys. Yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> of course. Lots of, yeah. <laughs> Naturally. <laughs> Do, shit. Do you have a favorite character of the show? Oh, you know, it's hard because this episode did not feature most of the main characters, mm-hmm. like Adam said before. And so that makes it hard. You don't really get introduced to all of them. I mean, Kipo's great, obviously. Um, but Dave, Dave is the bug. Yeah, oh, he yeah. He saw briefly. Dave is so wild. Dave's like life cycle happens like once an episode or something. What? Uh-huh. So he'll be like a baby, then he'll be like a teenager, then he'll be like 
middle age. Then he gets like super buff and then just dies. Yeah. <laughs> then he comes, becomes yeah. old and then dies. What and is then just that? From his carcass, the baby comes out. <laughs> the pupa comes out again. Do what? <laughs> and it's I no. I love Dave and Benson's yeah. dynamic because it's this really interesting, caring friendship where where they go through where Benson goes through being a parent, mm-hmm. then being uh like like uh uh. uh a friend and then being you know like a, a child or a caretaker of an mm-hmm. adult and then it like it resets and it's this really <laughs> wild oh dynamic that they have but yeah. they're like best buds and they like get each other through all their shit yeah yeah <laughs> what and, is mm-hmm. this show and, and wolf is like edgy cool like and uh, like i mean she's wearing like a wolf's head yeah like mm-hmm. a mute wolf's like skin on which her are head. which are People who can talk. Yeah. Uh, one of them is voiced by John Hodgman. John um, Hodgman! And they're of astronomers. Dicktown. These wolves are astronomers. And, uh, That's and right. What? They're science wolves. And, uh, and the other one is voiced by, um, uh, is he, I'm Googling it right now. Are you, every, every little detail of this show you like love. Yeah. You're like, oh yeah, they're science wolves and you're tickled by it's, it. It's like, so funny because it's like they took some like, niche of people like some kind of click and they're like and this creature <laughs> they're just all that ah, okay. it's just funny I, you know and i think the first ones i guess the business frogs are the first ones you meet really but then you know the first ones you kind of love are the lumberjack cats which are yeah. hilarious like all wearing flannel. And these are my people. Like, yeah. <laughs> uh, as a queer woman, this is like... You'd be a lumberjack. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like Lumber I cat. would be. Yeah. They're, I mean, they get to play banjos and eat pancakes all day, yeah. you know? So, uh, I'm here for that. That's all I want is to live in a tree. Uh, <laughs> wait, well, so what about the monkeys? Because there's, mm. uh, there's a baboon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Scarlamane. A fancy scar- Scarlamane. Yeah. Who is it? What did you? Uh, one of the wolves is the Jizza. So it's it's oh, yeah. the Jizza paired with uh, John Hodgman are the <laughs> wolves. Yeah. That's wild. It's amazing. And he helped write the little like science rap that mm-hmm. they have. That's mm-hmm. true. Awesome. Yeah. That's fucking dope. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who's Scarlamane? What's his deal? Oh, so like, you know, there's always the like initial villain who becomes yeah. the reformed. Like, <laughs> that's Scarlamane. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Scarlamane was like the first mute. Maybe or yes, first. I think so. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah, I yeah. think what her parents either created Scarlet mm-hmm. Mane or something, which is why they have that relationship. Oh. He's like, this is how you got me to be able to speak with these blocks. So like, maybe we'll try it with you. Oh, yeah. Her parents made mutes. I basically they were, they were part, part of the what? team yeah. that that was working on it. Or or okay, from what I remember, like they all live in a. Bunker, um, a la Mm -hmm. Fallout, Mm -hmm. um, because the world has, uh, you know, ended. Ended. Um, And they, her parents, are studying how to maybe to cure mutes, yeah, um, or or something. They're just they're studying the whole mutation thing Mm -hmm. so that they can uh, come back into the real world up above and don't have to live in their bunker anymore. And Scarlamane has. The best special ability, which is maybe why they're studying Scarlamane. Mm. Scarlamane's pheromones can control other. Is it just 
like monkeys. Great apes. Yeah, it's just All great, great apes. apes. Yeah. Whoa. So, so humans, humans included. Yeah. So like a lot of the humans oh. were just like his little like mindless drone mm-hmm. people. Oh, that's kind him. of fucked. There are a lot of unethical themes in this. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like we haven't even talked about uh, what's his name. Um, the the uh, little uh, uh, Mulholland. Mulholland. Oh, yeah. Mulholland. <laughs> also, great name. Yeah. <laughs> What the fuck? Tad Mulholland. Who, yeah. who is a bunch of tardigrades mm-hmm. in that look like water, right? Yeah. A globular I think they control water. the water somehow so around So they them. can live within it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but mm-hmm. they, they are basically a clippy or a, or a, or a, uh, the <laughs> DNA uh, strand. They're like, they, the way they interact with everything, they can mm. be anything. They, mm-hmm. they are, they utilize animation the most yeah. to like speak and to demonstrate things. And they can be, they can be wholly <laughs> fluid, wholly plastic and be anything. Yeah. And, and by Clippy, do you mean from Microsoft Office? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> okay. it pops up. This is what's going on. Give me pause for a second there too. Yeah. I think that it's cool. Half the time they're just a giant tardigrade shape, but you're right. Like he can make a little umbrella for himself. He always like, zoop, get yeah. my hat back. Yep, my hat. <laughs> uh, they, they use him in the episode to... They give it to to a character in a canteen to drink, and then that, and then he gets inside of this character's mind yeah. to get information out of him. Yes. So there's that concept that's that's kind of like gross, and then <laughs> there's and what you evil. said, where the monkey controls people, mm-hmm. uses people like puppets, mm-hmm. and but also other monkeys like puppets. Mm-hmm. What is this show doing? Yeah. <laughs> well, Scarlamane, no one was like, go Scarlamane, you know, <laughs> yeah. use your mind manipulation powers. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I guess, yeah, what is it saying? Like they're torturing slash mind messing with this oh, enemy. That's what it is. He wasn't the first mute. All these societies had been established. Mm. And then when he escaped, he found out he had this power over the apes. Mm. And using that oh. uh, unified them and using then all their like brute force basically forced all of the other groups to follow him. Mm-hmm. And he became a despotic ruler. Yeah. Oh. Um, uh, yeah and, uh, and because he had been hurt, mm-hmm. he wanted to never be hurt again mm-hmm. and uh like took control of everyone uh, hurt people hurt people who especially hurt him when you have power i think the humans by mm-hmm. like yeah mm-hmm. and i think he figured out his power and that's how he escaped he like manipulated the humans into whatever the mm-hmm. humans that were studying him yeah including kipo's parents oh he escaped because kipo's mom Oh, you're right. Like, I think they abandoned shit. him, and that's why he got yeah, hurt. Yeah. They abandoned him to save Kipo, mm-hmm. and so I think he's like, because they're kind of, he's kind what? of Kipo's brother, because what? he kind of thinks of them, or he did think about them as his parents, because mm-hmm. they kind of raised him, and so when he got abandoned- he was abandoned? Kind of. I don't remember yeah. the I don't remember exactly. I don't remember exactly either. This there's, is there's, so sad. There's yeah. a lot of plot. Yeah. A lot of stuff happened to these people. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. 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 This is so complex. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh it, my god. It, it is. It's emotionally complex. Oh, right? What yeah. the fuck? And I have no idea of any of this stuff. <laughs> Watching it, yeah. I'm just thinking like, okay, he's a bad guy. Uh-huh. Uh and very fancy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very fancy. He seems very bad. He's yeah. got the accent. He's got the clothes. He's got he, the piano. He's yeah. got a piano. He's <laughs> Which playing seems piano. like more commentary on like elitism to mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. Um, 
so it's interesting that you're making commentary on elitism and in a show and that character you're you're using to make that commentary is also has a terribly tragic backstory so are you really making commentary on elitism or are you like undercutting your message i think i think making commentary on is different from using established tropes Mm. or using established Mm. caricature archetypes yeah. Because oh, so they're the, not the, making commentary. The British, they're just the using British, tropes. you know, a uh, uh, fancy man who's evil, yeah, and like hates, Radigan, right? Hates people. Yeah, the Radigan. <laughs> well, very similar to Radigan because again, it's this character who hasn't been accepted by that society, right? Who came oh. from like basically a the, like a class that was ostracized mm-hmm. and wants to present this like, you know, I am fancy because of that right so like how radigan was a really a rat but wanted to be a mouse you know like he's kind of like doing the whole king louis thing like Mm. i'm a human like i'm fancy human i can Mm -hmm. (laughs) we love a villain oh yeah we love a villain for some reason (laughs) because because a villain is just like a person who who has been pushed to decide to do bad things and then we love a villain who, after being shown, uh, uh, not the like the error of their ways or, or the pain that they're causing and how it doesn't resolve their own pain at all, after after a villain who is hurting is shown empathy, can they change? So what we really like is a trauma story. Yeah, we love a trauma. <laughs> we story. love a trauma story. Oh my God. Yeah, we love a an unhealthy trauma story because this isn't like a. Like this guy could have just gone to therapy. What's a healthy trauma? Oh, yeah. You know, he could have gone to therapy. He could have huh? just like <laughs> take, done some art therapy. Boring. <laughs> Boring. That's not a. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh. Yeah. I mean, that, that's the maybe that's the elusive problem is that trauma is so tough to figure out. Mm-hmm. Um. And that's why that's why the character of Kipo mm. uh, is eternally positive and empathetic Mm -hmm. to people Mm -hmm. even though she has this power turning into a jaguar she resolves things with empathy Mm -hmm. uh, more than anything um and the these characters while very reassuring feel sometimes a little bit flat to me recently Mm. or or i sometimes have the thought of like wow they are really just like they're painting this character as a, a so as brightly as possible. Mm-hmm. I wish I could be that bright. Yeah, <laughs> that but you always have those in these, like the Aang or mm-hmm. the, you know, Naruto, Finn, right? Finn, yeah, yeah. But it, it's better when they go through their own like hurt and they have to deal with things not being so great, right? And mm-hmm. then, I mean, that kind of happened in this episode a little bit. There, you see, like, oh, this Kipo seems a little privileged that she. They have this montage of her. It's this simulation, right? Where yeah. she's going up against this enemy. And the privilege being that, A, that she can do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and B, that she can go rescue her friends, right? I guess. Right. I uh, mean, when you, when, you are, when you are set in a position where um, uh, you have time, like this three hours, how do you utilize that those three hours to set yourself up for success? Yeah, because mostly normally in the, in the show, the action system. is like True. is like like the action just happens. People like mm-hmm. people are in danger. Got to go save them. Action happens, and this is a moment where it's like, okay, if we think about it, how do we how do we come to any yeah. solution or plan? And it a lot of it is about 
how both the, like it's more about the psychology of the characters like her psychology how she thinks about things and how the other Emilia mm-hmm. uh thinks about things and how that is like a, both a strength and a weakness for for both characters right mm-hmm. am i yeah mm-hmm. i don't know i yeah it, to me it did seem like this character is sort of living in lucky circumstances yeah Relative to other people, had a very sheltered upbringing, and I feel like that's characteristic of this character in like every story. Mm. It's like they come from that place of privilege, where they haven't been so heavily damaged that they still have this idealistic like we could all just talk it out and get along <laughs> mm-hmm. kind of thing. You know, they haven't like cut off the head of their best friend and are running around with it on their yeah. what? <laughs> yeah. That's what Wolf did. <laughs> Yeah, Wolf was raised by this wolf pack, and then, like, I don't know, at some point, they're like, okay, now everyone go hunt down your sibling and kill her because mm-hmm. she's not a wolf. Mm-hmm. And then, I, I I don't know if they ever explicitly showed, but, like, obviously she's she, got a wolf I thought head. she found wow. the other, I thought she found her best friend Wolf again. Oh, maybe it wasn't her best friend maybe Wolf, but, like. She's a got wolf. some wolf. Yeah, there. she's got someone's skin And she was her. raised with them. I don't yeah. know. This is kind of Shakespearean. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. Fucking crazy. Yeah. It, that's true. It's like uh, you have to be an outsider to not be a person with pain or fear. Right. Which is why that's a wild thing. Yeah. Like, like the ideal thing that uh, society and like our walls that we build up around ourselves the ideal is producing this person who can then go and break down those walls. Right. Because like Aang was frozen in ice. Mm-hmm. So he did no idea, you know. Yeah. And then you always have the counterpoint character who's had the worst. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so like Wolf is that in this. Or you have like, you know, Zuko yeah. or Sasuke or whoever is just like really had the worst life. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Damn. Does this show speak to you? Ross, <laughs> to this show, I, you know, for a long time I was this person, like that privilege, like we could be friends with everybody. Really? Yeah, mm-hmm. I think twenty twenty's really like torn that down for me. I've had oh, to no. be like, eh, I don't know if I, I can't save everybody. You know, I can't like <laughs> talk someone into seeing things my way. I just had to be like, you know what, I'm getting off of the social media, and mm. yeah, oh, wow. it's been it's been rough, but yeah, in that way it does because I think. Like, these stories kind of inspire, like, just keep trying, you know? They're like, <laughs> I don't know. I do yeah, see a lot of you in that. I mean, everything that I remember of you from college, and, and spoiler alert, we went to college together. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. We didn't even, Is that relevant? We didn't even, like, introduce who you are, what you do, or I mean, anything. we said who we you said were. Your and name. then we immediately started talking about yeah. the show. Yeah. <laughs> what, uh, do you want to tell people anything about yourself? Well, we all know each other from Darwin. Yeah. The improv <laughs> troupe. And, like, when when Lisa auditioned and got on the troupe, I was like... I've been replaced. This is my, this is, <laughs> this is the new Ross. Nice. Someone with a Ross vibe. You know, yeah, got okay, the glasses. Yeah. Got the. <laughs> that's wonderful. Yeah. That's, that's great. Yeah. That's awesome. But yeah. so that's how we know each other. Right now I'm a graduate student studying <laughs> neurobiology and that's all there is to that. Uh, Ross is like um, endlessly intellectual and and endlessly uh one what's the other word um 
just let me chaotic. Think, let me think of words to describe. <laughs> chaotic. chaotic. Yes. Um, you are like Kipo. Like I was watching this, thinking, "Oh, this is such a cute and positive um, <laughs> show." Like this really reminds me of going to your house and hanging out with like you and Nathan, and like mm-hmm. how how happy you were and how much you just Ugh. wanted to have a good time. And <laughs> what a drag. I was so naive. <laughs> <laughs> but I think, yeah, when my friends introduced me to this show, they were like, you know, this is totally you. Like, this is a combination of everything you love just, like, put together. So I was like, all right, I'll watch it. Let's see. <laughs> Let's see if you got me. Yeah, they did. They got you. They got me. Yeah. <laughs> wow. It's very cute. So yeah. then you're a keepo, Lisa. If if you're yeah. if you're the you know yeah you're but I'm a, a I'm much I think I'm I much more grumpy I think I'm much more grumpy than that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is there a test? Uma. Is there a which character from Kipo? Oh are my you? god! I bet there is. We do. The, yeah, we, we can do totally these tests. do that. We do <laughs> these tests. Find one. Yeah. Send it to me. Which which Kipo character? I which um, I I Ooh. one of the things about this episode that. Uh, uh, I wanted to talk about that. I don't know if we've ever talked about before is the, the kind of episode. Um, I don't know if we've seen it before, the kind of episode where uh, basically people keep rerunning the same like yeah. ground over and over again. And is that a reference to something or is, have people done that a lot? I don't, I mean, I see it in like, you see it in uh, any kind of like anime where they're training or something like that. Or like there's a big problem that they have to figure out. I don't know why, but it makes me think of like Ash trying mm. to figure out how to beat Brock with just a Pikachu mm. and like, and like has to like train up with his dad. Yeah. Go yeah. To the- <laughs> yeah. Finds his dad, his mom, who's a giant monkey. Um, Classic. Uh-huh. Always. The mom has to be a giant monkey uh-huh, or it's uh-huh. just not. Yeah. It was Brock's dad, wasn't it? Yeah, That's it was. Wild. It was Brock's dad. <laughs> yeah. And I guess in Avatar, they have that like train to fight the. Yeah, the, the king. It also fire. made me think of that episode where not where he's training, but where he's like having the nightmares and mm-hmm. can't sleep, mm-hmm. and he's re like he, the funnest episode. Yeah, that's a the, great episode. Super fun, super weird. It's it's where uh, I don't even know how to describe that kind of episode where just like like the the narrative kind of doesn't move because everything mm-hmm. has to come to a halt for this person to overcome some kind of block they have it helps to to set the stakes and make the stakes like mm-hmm. this is dangerous this is something that is going to be hard to overcome yeah because if she just rushes in and does it it's like okay boring mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah and like oh she like oh the problem was resolved like that and now things are moving and it doesn't it, it's not a moment and it also gives us chance to see um uh, what's his name uh yum 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 hammer paw mm-hmm is that a big character in this show normally or yeah so when she meets the lumber cats they are sad because their leader yumyun hammerpaw never came back cuz they got attacked by the giant monkey mm-hmm. her mom <laughs> who turned out to be her mom mm-hmm. turned out to be Jeez. yeah and he's just like i think in the treetops trying to catch that butterfly yeah yeah he's too afraid to climb down so he's just stuck on the tree. So this thing with the butterfly is a it's it's huge. This is his mountain. Yes. This is his Everest. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's so funny because Kipo, I think, just was like talked to the butterfly, and then yeah. it came to her like he was trying to do in the beginning. <laughs> and so he's like, "Oh, this is simple. This is how you do it." And then he tries it at the beginning of the episode, and it's just like, "F you." Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not interested. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
<laughs> I guess Kipo is a bit more charismatic, maybe, than Yumyun. <laughs> yeah. It's, he's got the weirdest tagline, which he just yells, like, Yumyun owns you all, which yeah. is a weird thing to say. It's a very uh, weird thing to say. Like, what if I walked around going, like, Ross owns you all? <laughs> yeah. That's weird. It's it's It seems on brand for a cat yeah. to say that. Oh, That's I what see. it is. Yeah, but it is weird. Thing. Yeah. I see, yeah. Cause yeah. His yeah. cats do feel like they own you yeah. all. Yeah. <laughs> but, but like, to hear a lumberjack, when you're just reading one of the things, to hear a lumberjack say that, you're like, what? Why the fuck would... It's, yeah. it, this Paul that's why it's important to have, motherfucker. Like, it's important to have different content, like all those different things represented in a person, not just yeah. the... We're multitudes. Yeah. Or we contain them. I don't know what... Right, <laughs> We are legion. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. What were we talking about? Yum yum. Yum yum hammer paw. Devastating. Um, and I think that also, like, what happens to yum yum at the end of the episode also sets stakes, right? Oh, yeah. Setting stakes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I think this was important. So this episode's really important for Kipo then. Mm, yeah. As far as perspective goes, as far as, like, so she is normally like this very happy-go-lucky character, and this episode seems like it's like, oh, what I do really does matter, and yeah. does affect a lot of people, and and what what the villains are doing mm-hmm. uh, affects me directly too, and affects other people. Too. Yeah. yeah, which is they're trying to cure the mutants of being mutants, right? Uh, and make this make them well, I guess whatever their quote unquote original. Yeah. Right, um, right. Form was so. In the case of Yumyun, it's a cat. Yep. Which is basically a uh, what's that book with the mouse and the, the flowers for Algernon? It's like it's oh, like a, yeah, you, you it remove you remove intellect and personality from a person. Mm. You reduce someone's charisma, intelligence, and wisdom <laughs> to zero oh, no. or to one, so that they're still alive, but they have no personality there, and they're just a you know. Yeah. Just a living thing Shame. instead of the yeah. the person they were. Does this so so I, I wasn't sure at the end of the episode. I was mm-hmm. like, does this mean that he's like her mom now? <laughs> but her mom <laughs> seems like her mom has still the intellect. No, he, uh, her mom did birth her, so he didn't birth her. Yeah, so no, he, he no, can't no, be no, his no. mom. Like, like does that the, make him her mom? <laughs> <laughs> That's how I took that. But now I see what you're saying. Is yeah. he like her mom? Is he like in the mom. same mindset, or does like where he could try and communicate through charades? I think it's less than that. I think Damn. he's a cat now. Mm-hmm. Like he's he's a cat. So so it is like a character death then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That so that fits sucks. your... It fits that, yeah, it fits that thing. Uh, it fits our dies. theater. Yeah. Our theater. Our I mean, theory. Our theory. Yeah. No one was gonna fuck in a kid's show, right? <laughs> yeah. So yeah. they yeah. had to yeah. go the other direction. Yeah. <laughs> and we're like, one day someone will do a podcast. Although, what is the relationship between Kipo's dad and Kipo's mom? Like, yeah. in this... If you ever see two parents high-five each other, there's a big boundary there that they are not like, you uh, know. Yeah. You ever seen people's parents have like that <laughs> awkward interaction where you're like, yeah, you're you're divorcing. Oh, yeah, you, you are, haven't fucked in, in years. <laughs> yeah, you, you do not know how to interact beyond maybe 
casual friendship. I mean, how would you feel if your partner turned into a giant <laughs> yeah, monkey? Yeah, if Leslie with... if Leslie turned into a giant monkey, I'd obviously still love her, but I don't know if I would go beyond, you know, high five giant monkey Leslie. Hmm. You should probably have that conversation before it happens. Right, that's so true. that you're like, oh, we have an understanding of what happens if <laughs> yeah. one of you turns into a And in giant case monkey. you turned into a giant monkey. Because, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's true. That's just impossible. Yeah. What? Like, well, would you, you just have be them... something else? Or no, what? no, it's just like physically impossible. You know, that's not gonna. <laughs> it's just not gonna work. Yeah, it's not gonna work. Is there a world where it's like, I mean, this is probably actually uh, problematic in your relationship if it's like if you turned into a giant monkey, I would do everything in my power to also turn into a giant monkey. Oh, like that's. Is That's that cute. problematic? It, that, it, it is cute, but it feel like the other way would be better, right? <laughs> to turn back. Like, let's, I'll do wow, everything in my power to okay, turn back. Okay, so what, you think you're better than a monkey. Okay, all great. I'm, all I'm saying is if you fall down a hole, I don't know if falling down a hole with you is ideal. Or maybe you shouldn't just change yourself for somebody else. There's a lot of different the ways we could take how mm. the, and make that problematic or not problematic. Mm. Yeah. yeah. It's all in the lens. <laughs> it's all what do you think, of romantic. If someone yeah. said that to me, I'd be like, oh, that's so cute. <laughs> <laughs> I I would probably think that was romantic. and then But then I'd be like, oh, yeah, we would both be screwed. Yeah. And I'd be like, I don't want you to change for me. No. That's sweet. So you got Kifo in you. What if someone changes beyond what you know your relationship is? Oh, see, that's a good mm. metaphor. Mm-hmm. So that's what is happening. Yeah. Let's just pretend that everything on this show is intentional. Okay. And Let's that pretend. That's the metaphor. Let's pretend. Yeah. The metaphor that they're trying to make with that relationship is like, what do you do when your partner changes irrevocably? Yeah. Maybe this is like a trans story mm. and they are still good friends. Mm. <laughs> and he accepts Kipo's mom for who she is. Mm-hmm. Mm. I mean, am I reaching? I don't know. It's interesting. It could be like, that's interesting. Is it some sort of trans or queer metaphor? I don't know. I don't know either. I don't know. <laughs> I like how the the this show is like described as casually queer, which is like <laughs> that's how I feel about myself. I'm casually, <laughs> casually queer. queer. Casually, yeah, yeah. I I'm walk cof- into I'm a gay shop. bar. Yeah. Very cash. Very yeah. Cash. Just cash. I'm coffee shop. Yeah. I'm wearing my <laughs> you know? hoodie. That's, that's how I like it. Yeah. I'm getting a, a hams, you know? Yeah. I'm getting a light beer. A light beer. Nothing fancy. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing over the top. I don't know <laughs> Just... what. How do you be casual? <laughs> Lisa. <laughs> well, the thing the show did, which is interesting, is uh, she had a crush on Benson, who you briefly saw. Mm-hmm. And, like, they went on a little ride together at Rat Park, you know, the theme park that's run by rats. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then she, like, confessed her crush, and then he was like, oh, no, I'm gay. Oh, he just flat yeah. out was Which like, Which I yeah. guess ha- doesn't happen. Like, though, there's queer representation, but very yeah. rarely do they ever just outwardly. Explicitly say yeah, it. Yeah. yeah. Which is, I didn't realize that was, like, a boundary they were. Yeah. It's, like... I, the, in Shira, do they ever say that they're gay, or do they ever just like? I know that they there's a an, there's an intimate relationship. They do get together. Do they ever say the word lesbian? No, I don't. Or think queer, so. mm-hmm, or no. or woman loving woman, or I don't. Think I don't even know so. if if they're both can like if they both. Are there any non-binary characters on that show? Or you I know, think so I yeah. think that the the. The plant princess yeah. is trans. I don't know if she's. Mm-hmm. I think she still is. 
and, woman. And yeah, and that but language also wouldn't be used either, right? I'm sure that that plant person doesn't ever say the word trans. I don't think she ever says it. No. And Benson, Benson says the word gay and actively has homoerotic fantasies about the like dude. muscular men and what? all that kind of stuff. <laughs> okay, mm-hmm. cool. He's got like a crush in those. He's got yeah. a crush, yeah. Um, uh, the Owl House has a trans character who Ida, the Owl Lady, is in an explicit relationship with, huh? or was in an explicit Wait, who's, relationship. Wait, who's with. she in a relationship with? Uh, uh, she was in a relationship with the person who played the violin. Oh, I didn't mm-hmm. realize that person was trans. Was trans, they were, they were or non-binary, right? Oh, and non-binary. Non-binary. because they don't say spe- explicitly. Is that why? I mean, it's weird because like you can have them kiss on screen unless yeah. you're like. You know, Avatar, in yeah. which case it's like, yeah. we'll do that in a side comic. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll have them hold hands off into the, what is, where do they go? What's the world? Spirit world. Spirit world. Spirit yeah. world. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. All that stuff is like parents don't want to hear their kid, don't want to know that their kids are hearing those things. Or but whatever. they can watch it. It's yeah. fine. Well, I mean, they're, they're we, probably not paying attention right. when their kids are watching. If you say shows. the word, then they might come to the parents and say, "What is gaming?" Yeah, yeah. and what that's is- the thing. But when 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 people are just playing out something and you're not paying attention to the loud screaming on the TV, mm-hmm. you don't you don't. Yeah, like and they're animals. You don't necessarily understand. Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> you don't understand the complex, <laughs> bureaucratic, <laughs> uh, and and social. Mm-hmm. Systems going on, yeah. The, the the statuses of the characters, you don't understand anything. You see a monkey tackle. You, they, a, a, I'm the parent watching yeah, this. You thinking, are. I don't understand what's going on. Wait, she's our mom. Yeah, that's her mom. <laughs> um, I had to really stretch for a queer metaphor in this. You, you know, really did. Like, so uh, I imagine a parent though. would do that as well with anything they were watching. Hmm. If their kids were like watching the show, you know, I think it's I think it's really important to have things that say gay, though, that mm-hmm. say that that like uh, because I mean, there's uh, places in this country that are uh, putting into <laughs> anti-trans into, legislation yeah, into and legislation. <laughs> <I> can't say <laughs> Florida. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. I hope Florida doesn't watch this podcast. <laughs> Listen to this podcast. If, you, if you watch this podcast, Florida, yeah. click the link. I'm pointing at right now. Florida, as if, uh, as if that w- w- it was like just in like 2016 that they had one of the deadliest shootings in a gay club in the country, one of the mm, deadliest shit. like hate crime things in the country, and now they're doing this. It's like okay, so you don't care mm-hmm. about and the Parkland shooting. It's like oh, you really don't care about Parkland that that thing, the whole like I don't want to say the front woman, but like the activist that came out of that is very much queer. Mm. Um, Florida just doesn't give a fuck. So yeah, mm. it is important. Say gay. Mm. Say lesbian. <laughs> say trans. Say non-binary. Say queer in your shows. Yeah. Fuck. Because just having it in your language makes it more normal. If it's if it is a if it is a word that is not within within your grasp to say, if you're afraid to say it, if you're if it is taboo if it is unreachable by you then if it, it is, is something in to your be feared. legislation not to say yeah, it yeah <laughs> then it's something to be feared and you can't have it i mean the only way to be inclusive of ideas is by having um a way, a to, way to communicate yeah. them yeah directly even yeah i mean i do think there's something to showing and not telling too because i yeah. think it's really interesting for kids to watch these characters love these characters and then just realize that, oh, okay, they have 
feelings for someone of the same mm. gender and then it's fine right yeah. like mm. i think i don't think steven universe ever explicitly says that no gay. that's yeah. true no but then it shows non-binary characters it yeah, it's it's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And those are well, those are things that are fun little Easter eggs when you're an adult and you're like, Oh fuck, yeah, they were so gay. Why did I not mm-hmm. why am I just realizing this, you know? Like when you watch uh what queer Sailor coded Moon? things. Yeah, like Sailor Moon, you know? Or 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 Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Mm-hmm. You are you cannot tell me that Buffy and Faith weren't hooking up on the side. <laughs> okay, mm-hmm. come mm-hmm. on. Um <laughs> yeah, all those all those things that that are fun when you grow up, I think. And when you're younger, you probably don't realize it all. Yeah, I think there's a there's a responsible way to do it and there's irresponsible ways to do it. And I know mm. all of this has to do with the restraints that the writers and creators are under by whoever is producing the show and you know, whatever company they're working for. But I do think like there's a responsible way to talk about it or show it. But at the same time, I think there was like a huge when when queerness started being shown on TV originally, I like I hate all of that. Right. Like they they're like, we're going to make them this very specific stereotype of a oh, person. Yeah, yeah. And we're going to like, yeah, really. Even in like three's company like that character isn't gay he's just pretending to be gay right like right so there was this caricature of gayness and it was very like i i mean i guess it was a step on the way to representation but in a lot of ways i think it was it was a coddling step yeah yeah harmful like coddling towards like the heterosexual eye Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. like there was this just tokenism in general right like i feel like the early 2000s had a, so much of like, here's the black best friend who solves all your problems for you. Or oh, like, no. You know, it's yeah. just like, yeah, that whole era watching those TV shows. I'm like, how did I grow up on watching these things? You yeah, know? it's brutal. It's hard to watch. And it's 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 why like, you know, <laughs> black entertainment television is so important. It's mm-hmm. why Tyler Perry films are so important. Mm-hmm. Like and 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 it's why that it's so important to have like. I mean, there's not there's not like a queer television channel, but um, just like that actual representation, and it's hard to criticize. Uh, well, it's not hard to it's not hard to critique like queer and like POC creators, right? Like that's easy to do, but right. it's hard to to it's hard to criticize it because you're glad that you're getting representation. Mm-hmm, right. um, it, but yeah, at the same hard. time, it's important to criticize it because you want better representation, yeah, more you, accurate you, representation. You, you might feel like you are, you being in the minority and like being given what you want and saying, that's not what I want. It might sound like, like, uh, uh, I don't know, um, petty or, 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 or like whiny, but in reality, you're like, no, this is actually right. not what I asked for. Right. Yeah. And it's hard to express that to the people in power. There are challenges to writing about experiences that are not your own. Right. And mm. so I feel like that is a big barrier because I think it, you need someone who has the ability to see other people and their experiences yeah. and not just, you know, tokenize everyone else in their life and kind of be like oh yeah i get what this kind of person is like even though (laughs) i'm nothing like them i think that's been a big barrier to representation 
One of the things that I really love uh, about this show on the back end, or I guess it's the front end of things, really, mm-hmm. um, is the cast is all people of color. Yeah. It's all like it's not like Cora, which while even though she her the main character is uh, darker, like, is darker. Yeah. She's not. She's played by a white actress. And I didn't stuff. know that about Cora from Tucson. <laughs> little yeah. little Janet yeah. Varney. With little Janet Varney. She's great. I yeah. Mean, and she does a great job. But it's like you can't you have an opportunity to cast people of color and you don't right seeing that is a uh, like is now a thing that that uh that is being criticized and being seen as like wrong Mm -hmm. which is good i think it's good to like yeah keep keep criticizing that keep pushing that boundary and like get what you want you get what you deserve yeah because both of kipo's best friends are people of color kipo you're kind of like i don't know at first, because it's like she's purple. She's I guess. purple. Yeah. yeah. And then you see her dad is <laughs> uh, black. And so you're like, okay, I guess that must make. And then I don't remember yeah. what race her monkey mom is before monkey. she transformed. Don't I, be was insensitive. She white? I don't remember. I don't remember. She's a mega? I don't know if you recall. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, wow. Hate <laughs> <laughs> this sentence. Song Oak. Uh, she's, she's Asian. Okay. She's well, that's Asian. good because the. Actress, actor who plays Kipo mm-hmm. is Asian. Mm-hmm. Oh, so they really they they casted this like exactly for for the characters, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or maybe they cast it and they were like, "We're gonna incorporate this." I don't know which well, way maybe, around it went. Maybe which would be an interesting way. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, I love that their last name is Oak. Just because it feels Pokemon-y. Yeah. Know? It <laughs> does feel like a Pokemon. Professor Oak? Reference. Yeah. <laughs> Professor Oak. And they're scientists, so. Mm-hmm. Which I love, too. Hmm. So hard to answer questions about yourself. There's it's so yeah. Here's the thing. There's 19 of them. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Am I the comic relief or am I the adventurer? I don't know. <laughs> Why can't I be both? Right, yeah. <laughs> My adventures are funny. What the fuck? I'd probably do that one, I guess. <laughs> I guess I'm calling you out, bitch. Yeah, that's what I chose. <laughs> In front of everybody. That's what I do a lot. That's probably a problem. <laughs> I would pro- I think I do it um and maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm dead wrong, but I feel like I do it skillfully. So it doesn't seem like I'm calling them out. Oh, so you you just be passive aggressive? <laughs> <laughs> I said skillful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I said what I said. <laughs> just make little like shady remarks at them. Like, yeah, I think that's a great idea, and we can all decide. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the problem I think with like people who are like very narcissistic, or you know, they don't have insight. You know, so they, those awareness. things those things go past. So you can be passive towards those people, but they don't pick up that it's about them. I think mm. that's fine. I don't need it. I don't want to have an argument. You so know, you're just making fun of them in front. I of I just other want people. everybody else <laughs> at the table to be aware <laughs> that I know that this person's an asshole, and that we all can just be okay with that <laughs> and still work and do and do our group project together. <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit! Yeah, that one for sure. I'll talk in oh, public all wild. day. That's a wild answer. <laughs> the the fifty dollars on the street. One of the answers is just leave it there. 
you see someone drop fifty dollars on the street and one, one like, of the choices back for it, just leave it, it there. Just leave it. My rule is when I find money, I'm like, okay, now this is money you have to give away because I'm always walking ah, by people who are like, do you have any money? And so if I found yeah. this money, I'm like, okay, well, I don't have a right to this yeah. money. The they should have found money. this money, not yeah. me. <laughs> you know. They should. Have, they're probably coming back for it. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Ah. You're done? I'm done. I'm on 12. I'm on 13. I'll leave you to uh, it. The race. I'll leave you to it. Um, the r- the while- race. <laughs> it's a race. Someone tries flirting with you, but you're in a serious relationship. What's that like? <laughs> <laughs> What's your greatest weakness? All of these are my weakness, though. Yeah. <laughs> my greatest weakness is being weak. Which one's the worst of these? <laughs> what do I think my greatest strengths are? Fuck. Ooh. <laughs> I'm Dave. Huh. I'm the fucking frog? No, it's not a frog. Who's He's Dave? The bug. The oh, bug. okay. You're the bug. You go through a lot of different life cycles. <laughs> that makes sense. Moving on. Mm-hmm. Wow. That makes sense. That really checks out for me. There's, there's 18. Oh, there's 19 of these. 19. 19. I beat quiz. you, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> These the crowd are roars. hard questions. These yeah. are like weighty questions. I wanted a quiz that wouldn't just write us off mm. as your casual quiz right. taker. Yeah, you chose a good quiz. I've like, never taken a quiz rain quiz before, but like five stars. <laughs> Great quiz. Great quiz. It's always like oh. when you take a, one Benson. of those quizzes. Oh, Benson. Oh, we got the Benson. whole crew here. I'm Kipo over here. Oh, wow. Kipo, Kipo. Benson, and Dave. No wolves. Yeah. No wolves in the. No wolves no not wolves here. The, no, yeah, not no. in this house. No tragic backstories hey, wow. here. Oz can be the wolf. Yeah, Oz is definitely. Oz is not there. Oz nope. is on the couch. Oz is over there. <laughs> yeah. on the bed. Wow. The couch. Do, do you all feel good about about what you got? You think? My care about your your. <laughs> I don't. You, I have no cool idea. Who that was. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah Honestly, you, I really relate to the different. Sometimes I do feel like a child, and sometimes mm. I feel like an old man. Mm. So. Yeah, we were just tied up the whole that. Episode. The whole episode, yeah. yeah, y'all were tied up. I'm so sorry, because I mean, honestly, <laughs> your two characters are my favorite characters. So yeah, that's why I just, that's why I yeah, <laughs> that's a good one. Yeah, I like your two characters. So yeah, yeah. right on, right and on. And I right like on. all of you. Yay! Aww. Yeah, <laughs> Lisa. Before before we get to this, who is your favorite character in this episode? Damn. Oh, that's a tough one. Probably Mulholland. The the <laughs> fucking pizzazz on that guy. Yeah. The damn. He had some style. For being yeah. basically a demon. Yeah. Amazing really? character. I, I you know, I'm kind of sad I didn't get Mulholland. Yeah. But, but you know how he casually mentioned that he started eating food? He was yeah. digesting people and beings before that. Like oh he would keep them God. in like a dream like trance of their favorite, like like, you know, whatever their greatest desires are. And then he just like slowly digest slowly. them. What the Which yeah. they got all trapped by. <laughs> what the Yeah. Fuck? And we got a lot yeah. of flashbacks to Kipo's childhood because she's just like living with her parents, but it's all a lie. Mm-hmm. What ha- how who how did he turn? <laughs> What happened? I think they were just like food exists. Or I don't yeah, know. food exists. You don't <laughs> have to do this. What you're doing, like, I think he genuinely thought he was giving people a better life. Mm. Um, and and they were all like, no. Like, even though we have pain in the world, we would all reject this dream. <laughs> oh, my God. And he's like, oh, I have to rethink myself because 
uh, apparently I'm not. Wow. I'm not giving people better things. That's fucking dark. Yeah. yeah. That is dark. Yeah. Now how do you oh. feel about tardigrades? Oh, oh <laughs> my God. Mulholland is snazzy. I thought that was a very cute joke he made about <laughs> stress eating. And being a foodie, yeah, yeah, I didn't get the foodie bit. Now it makes a lot more sense. <laughs> yeah, <sighs> yeah, <sighs> still cool, still, cool <laughs> still your favorite. <laughs> Big fan, love it. Who was your favorite? If you had only just watched this, this episode, episode. Mm. I mean, Scarlamane's kind of yeah, that kind of came to mind, mind yeah. as well. Scarlet. You haven't seen him murder anyone this episode. Oh God. There's a lot of death in this show. Yeah, huh? he mm. like covered people in gold to make statues or mm. something. That's why that's why the monkey had a golden hand. Yep. <laughs> what? Yeah. Yeah. Your reactions are the best. Oh I wish I could have watched this with you the first time. <laughs> this is so fucked up. <laughs> What the fuck? <laughs> Some dark shit happens on this show. I oh couldn't remember God. if other people had died at this point. I yeah. was like, okay, yeah. They, None of that have. comes across in this episode. No. no. Yeah, every <gasps> single one that you love is a murderer. That's mm -hmm. the... Wow. Yeah. Wolf's every, a murderer. Yeah. Yeah. Is Kipo a murderer? I don't think so. I think she has to choose whether to murder Scarlet Mane or not. Yeah, the classic yeah. hero's mm -hmm. decision. Like, do I have to kill the bad guy? Mm -hmm. Do I become evil by doing this? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Do I lose myself? I guess that's what it is. They're towing the line with all the torture and, like, mind. Like, yeah. What, what boundaries do I have to cross mm -hmm. to face the, to confront the bad guy? When, when the guy has a demon tardigrade being entering his skull and playing mind games on him and he screams out in horror <laughs> yeah kipo looks at him and goes ah to you too and walks away like it's <laughs> yeah like it's nothing and, I, and it's just uh, yeah like that's freaky that's this a, is just that's part a, of their world yeah. sometimes like i guess some things become regular you know you adam it's the with... culture huh? <laughs> it's just the culture it's just the culture you can't judge it based on what we think true. Okay. true and that's honestly that actually probably is true yeah <laughs> they just are surrounded by this why would they think anything else mm -hmm. yeah <sighs> i mean she put she puts mo holland in herself why yeah. not everybody else <clears throat> why not everyone else she puts mo holland in herself when, yeah. Well, yeah. yeah, in her brain. She allows them in. Oh, her yeah, in her yeah. fluids. They all, <laughs> I don't like that. So uh, let's read this review. Yeah. <laughs> this is a bad review, you said. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a review to piss us off. Yeah. Oh, no. Um, Can't wait. Uh, Bracing myself emotionally. Yeah, Lisa, do you want to read it? Do you, do you want to read it? Sure. Yeah? Yeah, go ahead, <laughs> I'm gonna, Sure. I don't want to get actively upset as I read it because mm -hmm. I haven't. Oh, is this this is it right here? Yeah, mm -hmm. it starts with five, five out of ten. Ooh. A bit average, terrible music, cliche characters, RoboCop. That's the that's the user who submitted oh. this. Okay, RoboCop, <laughs> calling you out. <laughs> I didn't mind the world building up until the lumberjack cats, which really stretched it, and then the heavy rock snakes. The characters are cliche. So how are you saying that lumberjack cats? Been done. It's been done before. <laughs> done before. We've seen it heavy, all. Enough heavy rock or hard rock? 
Uh, yeah, it should be like hard rock, right? Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> That's so cliche. Dash. Chicano culture grifter, parentheses, button up shirt, parentheses, closed. I think that's referring to uh, Benson. Oh, mm. is Benson Chicano? Uh, I, I didn't know. Because uh, do they say ben- button up shirt? And he's the only one with like a shirt that's like. All the lumberjacks are wearing shirts. But are they Chicano? That are Cats? button up. I think maybe they're making a commentary on Cholo, like uh, attire. Chicano culture grifter. That's that's something to digest. Yeah. I don't really understand. It's tough. It's what? tough. Uh, goody two shoes keepo. Yeah, we we kind of discussed that. Rebellious street kid wolf. Yeah, and yeah, I guess so. The Chicano culture grifter must be, uh, must be Benson. Uh, I take that personally offensive. Okay, <laughs> all all cold from better renditions of exactly the same repetitive we've seen over and over in American TV. I, you know, I think that's. Incorrect. Okay. And it's a bit boring for all the excitement. The music is what? The music is mostly terrible. Incorrect. What the Aimed directly at the American market and translates really badly to people outside that culture. Well, maybe. I don't know. Maybe. Good point. Maybe. Its targets are pretty annoying, too. The exercise junkie badgers. Oh, they're badgers. The amusement park. (laughs) The amusement park rats. And it's virtue signaling and woke crowbar details reek of second and third generation entertainment industry chin stroking hipsters living in their parents inner city investment properties i'm getting less interested with each episode what the <laughs> fuck? wow who wow. wrote this there's a lot to inner Bob city investment properties you chose a good one though <laughs> wow interesting woke crowbarred details what, what does that mean woke what's crowbarred that and that what is second and third generation entertainment industry i don't know I, yeah I, what I is know. first generation are we talking about the radio i, I can <laughs> look it up i guess yeah, yeah there's Gen- a lot to it's dig- it's wild how the review goes from pretty simple like i don't know the world building was kind of weird and these characters cliche and then it goes to all of this was was virtue signaling it was and it's yeah. like dropping all these like lazy this is someone yeah, who who like either went to college or is really like regurgitating a lot of like right wing yeah. <laughs> uh uh propaganda yeah pretty much yeah. like yeah. what is your problem dude did you watch the show yeah, I, it's so annoying. This this calling out virtue signaling and social justice warrior thing. It's it's annoying to me, and I have lost friends who were on this train. And it's it's like if people are doing the right thing, you're just saying like they're doing the right thing for the wrong reasons, or saying the right thing for the wrong reasons. Like personally, I don't care. At least they realize what the right thing to say and do mm-hmm. is. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's fair. Yeah. It's annoying because these kinds of people just like if there's representation, they're like, oh, it detracts from the story. I'm like, why does it detract from the story for you? Why mm-hmm. does that bother you in any way? Like, investigate that for yourself. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I don't want to. I don't want to follow us. your political motivations. I just want to watch a story. Yeah. And it's like, like oh, but uh, these <laughs> these are all people that are experiencing the story. So. <laughs> they're like, why can't they just make them all white? 
cis straight men so that I don't have to pay attention to all the virtue signaling and all the social justice. Like that's every like people for Star Wars are like, oh, why do they have to be women now? Why do they have to be, you know, people of color? It's really annoying. And the the unfortunate thing is they're not. (laughs) They're not all women Mm -hmm. and they're not all people of color. No, they're not. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's like they don't they do barely anything. And then it's like. Yeah, they still get it from both sides. Like, wow, too much representation. Why can't I just watch my white Star Wars? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Jesus. It's the it's the ancient past. It's it's a very long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. Maybe yeah. it was just white people. Why yeah. didn't you think of that? Yeah, <sighs> so annoying. What? Even though there's aliens on this show, yeah, yeah. like you can't what? stretch. You can stretch your imagination for that. Yeah, but the second it's about. Erase. It's like whoa. Yeah. I th- I also thought it was interesting that they say uh, <laughs> chin stroking hipsters living in their parents' inner city <laughs> investment properties. Yeah, because in my experience, those chin stroking hipsters living in their parents' inner city investment properties also don't get it. Yeah, <laughs> like mm. also aren't understanding necessarily. Uh, I don't know. Maybe they're maybe they're regurgitating woke culture, but they probably don't understand their privilege. Yeah, you know. I guess it's a, it comes down to a question of: Does Kipo's representation is it is it coming from a place of authenticity, or is it like just you know pandering to you know? Mm. And I guess that's what they're accusing it of: pandering right? to people who want representation. Well, no, it's like, okay, like the, you know, the cool music and the cool, you know, like, is it authentic? I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, it feels authentic when watching it. And I'm, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm coming at it from the cis white dude mm-hmm. perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm like, you know, I, I, I'm looking at it and, and I see myself in these characters in the way that I see myself in every person that i watch on screen because i want to take in that story he's Um, an actor but it feels like uh (laughs) like it it, like it's it's a kid's show about you know this girl who can turn into an enormous purple (laughs) leopard cliche yeah (laughs) too cliche it's too cliche it's it's uh like like why not you know why like also there's cliches everywhere the point of yeah. what i'm seeing here is that even if it, it even if it was a cliche what i see is this goes so far beyond and actually makes a cliche something uh tangible and mm-hmm. and more of a character like that if there was a cliche i feel like they're investing in those characters enough that like this isn't a cliched right. character mm-hmm. i mean they're using the formula they're mm-hmm. using like a like it's not too different from avatar they're not but yeah. they're just like up in the stakes and i mean i think there's there's so many paradoxes in this review yeah. right like <laughs> yeah or like contradictions <laughs> yeah. and like yeah it's so boring for all the excitement that's a sentence <laughs> yeah. yes yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I I as somebody who jumped in on just this episode did not take it as pandering. Um, mm, good. I'm excited to see any kind of representation in a television show. When I find out like a character is um, queer or trans or non-binary, I just get really excited. And then like seeing that um, the her dad was black, I was like, oh shit! This mm-hmm. story is like this is like a main character that they're making. Uh, a dad like right. uh, this is like really cool good representation and then she's like um 
<laughs> I just, her mom's a monkey. Like, mom's a why monkey. does it matter? I don't know. I just thought, and then knowing that there's other characters on the show um, that are also POCs is like, mm-hmm. okay, this is great. Like, I'm really excited to be watching and supporting this show. Uh, yeah. And I hope, like, I actually don't know. I can't criticize, like, what this representation representation is for anything other than, like, the queerness as- aspect. Um, but I hope that, like, uh, it is that it does mean the same that it like when I see like queer representation, I'm really excited and I'm like, Oh, that's fucking cool. Mm-hmm. Like, well, and if there's a know. female main, main character too, which is, oh, yeah, that kind too. Of yeah. Rare, so you can <laughs> also speak to that. I, you know, I think the important, the critical distinction for me is, you know, so art, art can only go so far. Like as an artist, you can really only point out problems and like discuss those problems and bring attention to them and i think sometimes art if it tries to go to like we solved all the problems (laughs) and so like we are representing it but in a way where we can just like pat ourselves on the back and not have to deal with life's real problems i think that's when it's bad and doing like what it's being accused of doing which i don't feel like hippos like oh good racism is solved and you know like i don't feel like it's like if anything that's kind of the storyline like Mm. That they're trying to change mm-hmm. these characters is kind of an allegory for race in a way. I mean, or for otherness, right? right. Changing otherness and trying to make everything homogenous mm-hmm. mm-hmm. is uh, is a very like the kind of the antithesis of what they're saying, mm-hmm. basically. Yeah, that it's it's not pandering it's actually actively saying like this is wrong right especially like coming from like okay the humans are used to being you know the only ones in charge the only ones with power and they don't want to share that power with like new sentient beings you know Mm -hmm. it's like yeah i I could see that there's uh uh one one more review (laughs) 10 out of 10 an actual masterpiece by grajnar this is by far the best cartoon TV show I've ever seen. It's wow. perfect in every way. <laughs> wow. The style of animation felt unique and the voice acting fit perfectly. The art was beautiful. The colors were enchanting. Mm. The soundtrack was great and the writing was genius. I've never been more in love with a cartoon TV show than I am with this. Wow. So there are people who love it. I love show. that. Yeah. 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 That's much better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Relief. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Ross, can we, do you want to, do you have anything you want to plug? Do you want to plug your research? <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't have anything to plug. I will say that, you know, there, I, I'm interested in making some little cartoon universes and stuff. Ooh. Oh, cool. And I, you know. Wait, for, you're make you made a board game. How did I forget this? <laughs> I do a lot of weird things. Yeah. <laughs> Chaos. <laughs> You know, I have a lot of projects in the work and I bounce back and forth from them. But like getting them out there is always a challenge. So, you know, keep an eye out. I I want to finish some of these projects and I'm looking for, you know, it's hard to get in touch. If anyone's an animator who just wants things to animate, (laughs) I have infinite ideas. Cool. I don't have skills of animation. Like I draw things on PowerPoint and that's like. (laughs) <laughs> my whole jam but like if someone could like animate stuff so right now i'm thinking of just i mean i was reading uh how kipo started and i guess it was on uh tumblr like he oh, just produced cool. this little graphic thing on tumblr and then you know so I've, i'm feeling like that's the first step for some of my projects is just yeah, like kind of storyboarding to... it out like mm-hmm. a like a graphic novel 
um, which is I can I could do still frame pictures and stuff and then hope that like some animators like, let me bring this to life for yeah. you because that's too many steps forward. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I don't know. Just, awesome. you know, keep tabs on me. Anywhere, yeah. anywhere people can keep tabs on you. How will they do that? Uh, yeah, I don't even know what my Instagram handle is. Let's see. And I'll, I'll plug my dog's Instagram because yeah. she's so cute. Oh, hell yeah. So I'm Ross Rezarad, R-O-S-S-R-E-Z-A-R-A-D. And then uh, my dog's Instagram is puppy underscore princess underscore Evie, like the Pokemon. <laughs> it's a lot of things to... You'll, you'll find her if you... Uh, <laughs> find my instagram but she is just the cutest little thing hell yeah yeah um thanks for coming on the show yeah, this Thank is you. so fun <laughs> we got we got in deep we got one last so one deep. last thing what are you binging right now what am i binging right now right now uh my friends and i are re-watching star wars rebels uh, which actually i think the one of the guys on this show worked on Star Wars where Rebels. Uh, Wool, what is his name? Um, Wooly? Wolsley? Bill Mike, Wolf, Michael Wolkoff. Oh, Bill Wolkoff. Bill Wolkoff, ah. I think, was on uh, Star Wars Rebels, which does have a season three. Um, <laughs> and then hint, hint. I've been watching this show called Making Fun where these, like, kind of gruff oh, yeah. guys <laughs> just, like, build whatever kids pitch them. Like, they pitch weird <laughs> You know, ridiculous <laughs> things that like a kid would draw, and they're like, "We'll build that for you." It's hilarious. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> That's wholesome. That's very wholesome. It's pretty wholesome. Yeah. <laughs> uh, awesome. Thanks. Yeah. yeah again, thank thanks for, for coming yeah, on. Yeah, of course. Anything. Um, it was a lovely conversation. This is a lovely great show, show too. Uh, you gotta watch it. You yeah. gotta. You gotta. Are yeah. you gonna watch it, Lisa? Figure Me? it out. Yeah. You Keep going. Well, I also said I would watch Haiku. I just true. here's what's happening is mm. I don't watch TV unless I'm coming on this month. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on episode two of Murderville right now, uh, or I'm technically on episode three. I finished episode two, and mm. it's taken me a month to get mm. there. Wow. So, <laughs> we're we're slowly we're getting there. Yeah, yeah. No, he'll get through every show eventually. <laughs> <laughs> eventually, yeah. Also, March Madness is starting up, so I'm booked. Uh, is that uh, what you're going to be binging then? Probably, yeah. yeah. Right on. Mm. Um, yeah, the University of Arizona. Whoop, whoop. Um, Wildcat Ladies. Oh, just by the way, are are in it. Uh, they got to number two last year. They lost to Stanford, but that's okay. Mm. No, you guys don't care. Uh, thanks to anyone who wrote a review. Please write us a review anywhere on Apple Podcasts is probably the the most prominent one. Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. They really help us out. Thanks very much. And if you, you can find us on IMDb. I don't know how we would get there, but if you find us there, write a review on that. Hell too. yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and subscribe. Like and subscribe. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Thank you for listening to Season 3, Episode 4. Our theme song is written and performed by Jacob Bernstein. Uh, you can find him and his band Space Out Makeout on yeah. Instagram. Um, and Spotify. And Spotify. Yeah. Check it out. Yeah. SoundCloud, maybe? I don't know. I don't know. You we, can, you I, keep, can find I keep saying that, and I don't know for sure. Yeah. Uh, go, just go to SoundCloud. Yeah, go to SoundCloud. <laughs> keep I'm, it alive. <laughs> I'm binging uh, uh, Resident Evil 4. I've been playing that for the past month. Oh, oh nice. Binge. Yeah, for the first time ever. So it's spooky. Scary. Spooky. Never played any Resident Evil oh. game. Scary. I'm binging biking, I guess. Uh, I'll say that. Oh. Since this, the weather is changing, I'm pretty back nice. on them wheels. It's pretty up today. Nice. Yeah. Uh, thank you for listening. Um, 
You can find Adam on Instagram at DamonHD. You can find Lisa on Instagram at L-I-S-S-I-S-S-I-S-S-A. You can find Oz on Instagram at OzzyTheBuddy. That's O-Z-Z-I-E, the buddy. You can find this podcast at Season 3, Episode 4. The words are words. The numbers are numbers. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Thank you.